Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs Eskenazi Health has had uh, to offer patients in the communities that we serve. My name is Brian Van Bocklin, Public Affairs Manager for Eskenazi Health, and I'm joined today by Philip Campbell, who's the supervisor of Project Point, to talk about uh, substance abuse and uh, overdoses. And Philip, before we dive too far in, how about we get a quick who, what, and where on you. So tell us a little bit about what you do for Project Point and how long you've been with us. Okay. Um, Well, thanks for having me. I started here in uh, July of 2018. I've been a freelance artist and a creative problem solver my whole life. And I was coming up on nine years of sobriety, and um, I decided I wanted to do something in recovery. So uh, I took a class, and I took another class, and um, I applied for a job. And when I went to the interview, it was a much bigger job than I expected, and uh, I accepted it and uh, became a recovery coach in the emergency department. And, you know, I fell in love with Eskenazi, and I fell in love with the work that we were doing. And about a year and five days later, I became the... um, uh, Project Point coordinator, and about a year after that, became a supervisor. Project Point has really evolved over the years. I remember Project Point when I started with Eskenazi as being uh, pretty exclusive to opioid overdoses, and it has really evolved and grown over the years. So tell us about what Project Point does, what the focus is, and, and kind of the mechanics of what the program uh, looks to, to delve into. Um. Project Point started in 2015 with a small grant that Dan O'Donnell got. Um, It was to put Narcan in the hands of IEMS, and it pretty quickly evolved into the emergency department. Um, A recovery coach was hired, and then another, and then another. Um, When I came into this program, we had two recovery coaches and um, a supervisor and a medical director. And uh, when we moved the uh, program to the emergency department, we picked up Tyler Stepsis, who's our medical director, and um, Nancy Olmstead, who is our manager, and Tracy Martin, who is our director. And we now have five peer recovery coaches and a substance use disorder social worker on our team. Um, We... We go bedside and we see patients who present with a substance use disorder that includes opioids, stimulants, benzos, and alcohol. We do wraparound services, so we can basically change your life in about four hours. If somebody wants help, they want treatment, we can get them to treatment, get them signed up for insurance. Uh, If they're having food insecurity, we have grocery cards. We also have vouchers for the new um, uh, market that's out front of the hospital. Uh, fresh for you, I believe, and um, we have clothing. We have some patients that refuse to sleep inside. Uh, They then present with other issues like uh, frostbite and things. So we found this company in Detroit that hand makes uh, parkas. They get weatherproof material from Patagonia that's left over, and um, they make these coats that start out as a like a bedroll, They roll down into a big parka, and then they drop down into a sleeping bag, and they're they're pretty amazing. That's Um, that's really cool. We 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 have PPE, we have backpacks, we have uh, toiletries for patients. Um, 
we can pay for four to six weeks of recovery housing. So um, we can really help change some lives when we have been. Would you say that uh, the people you interact with, are they pretty like post an overdose? Where do you engage with people in, in the process? Because I know when it first started, it was people who had been brought in who had been given Narcan and in that moment is they're pretty susceptible to changing their life around is are you still is it still a post overdose thing or is it just kind of if if you need help come and see project point if you need help come see project point we are seeing patients that uh we have people that are presenting in withdrawal uh we are also prescribing suboxone out of the emergency department now so uh, that's been a great help um um you know we see people at all stages and many times it's people that are not ready for treatment. Um, they weren't really coming to the hospital asking for help. They're here for something else. But when you put a recovery coach in the room, it's very different than having um, a clinical person. You know, The peer recovery coaches are people that have personal experience in recovery. So um, you know, we've all been there before, and uh, we're able to really create a rapport with, with people. And if nothing else, we're giving them that first glimmer of hope and letting them know that we're here. Um, one of my speeches is, you know, our job is to keep these patients alive until the miracle happens. Uh, so how has um, COVID impacted the work that you have done? And I, I say that because through through my work with IEMS, I, I get a the daily Narcan report, which is number of doses that have been given by Indianapolis EMS. And it's not necessarily a one-to-one sort of thing, but it's pretty close. And what I, what's, it's been scary because when, at least re- relating to opioids, when this was declared a, an epidemic, there's a problem, and they started tracking this report. Then we started to see a little bit of a dip, and we kind of, in, in 1819, and they attributed that more to that Narcan was more widely available because IMPD had it. You could get it in, uh, in, in drug stores or in pharmacies, and then obviously IEMS had it. But then the numbers we're seeing post-March 2020, and people aren't really talking about it, are lapping the numbers of when it was an epidemic. So how is... How is what we're going through now? And I, and I think it's kind of something that people are maybe not willing to talk about because these are scary high numbers that we're seeing. So how has the last 20 months uh, impacted the work that Project Point is trying to do? But then what people just who, who deal with these issues are facing as we've moved forward through this? Well, let me first say that in January of 2020 we saw 96 patients and currently we're seeing between 250 and 300 patients per month that's scary high it's It's scary scary. high now we have added a weekend person Mm -hmm. so um that's another 20 hours that we're in the emergency department and and that has changed things but uh the numbers are the numbers are huge what what would you say to someone who has maybe He's not a patient of Eskenazi, but has stumbled into this podcast and is listening. It's someone who's uh, maybe dealing with addiction themselves or has a very close family member dealing with it. What, what message can we, can we get out to them, uh, especially, you know, holiday season's upon us, which it can be tough for people. Um, 
and then with everything else that's going on, it's it's a crazy time right now. So what what message can can you from your position with Project Point put out to to people who might need help? If you have some questions, you can certainly call our office. It's 317-880-9344. If it's somebody in need of immediate assistance, I would call 911. Absolutely. Uh, Have them brought to Eskenazi. Um, In town here, we are the only peer recovery coaches that are actually working in the emergency department. Um, There's also the Recovery Assist platform, which is a great resource. Um, 211 is as well. They can call and get some information for treatment there. But certainly, they can walk in the front door of Eskenazi Hospital and ask for Project Point. Uh, as we've, you know, as the program has expanded beyond heroin and opioids to, you know, take on, on so much more, is is there any light at the end of the tunnel for this? Is it is it still is the problem still opioids? Is it? Are you seeing any shifts in things that are going on in the community and? Uh, with what people are struggling with, or is it still opioids? It's fentanyl. It's it's opioids. It's in everything. It's in cocaine. It's in um, Xanax. It's in uh, marijuana. It's in everything. Um, it it's just insane. I was I was in a uh, meeting last week with um, one of the heads of the uh, Drug Enforcement Agency in Tucson. And they said 51% of the drugs that come into the United States come through Mexico and into Tucson. And they are making these enormous busts on a daily basis. His comment, one of his comments that really scares me and sticks out in my head is that there's no such thing as white heroin anymore. He said it's fentanyl mixed with other compounds. And that stuff is really dangerous. You know, we had a patient the other day who who touched it, who didn't use it, who touched it. And um, it's very easy to overdose that way. You know, it's just really scary stuff. Yeah, we had uh, we had heard a lot about that just by handling it. You could, you know, go through it. It's, it's just, it's scary stuff. Uh, sorry, I'm jumping around the page a little bit here. Um, but how does, uh, how does addiction start? You know, how does, uh, how, how does someone start with maybe to, uh, Oh, uh, what's, what's the process? <laughs> well, I think there's a lot, there could be a lot of factors in there. You know, there's certainly some genetics involved. Um, there's also a lot of people we see, they start out with, um, with a surgery, you know, they were overprescribed, um, and then all of a sudden they couldn't have, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between addiction and, de- and dependency. You know, you can get a physical dependence to something without having that, you know, compulsive seeking, uh, that's, that's basically ru- ruining your life. Um, I'd like to read something. Absolutely. Really yes. This is a quote and, and I'm not too familiar with this, um, Dr. Glenn Doyle, but I did see this quote from Twitter the other day. It says, you don't just treat addiction. You end up treating anxiety, depression, PTSD, loneliness, rage, despair, toxic secrets, regret, undiagnosed head trauma, untreated ADHD. Then you realize addiction is often someone's best attempt to cope when they don't see other options. You know, that's one of the things that that we talk about a lot is... You know, you can't diagnose a mental illness until you get somebody sober. So you don't know, am I, are they using in order to combat this mental illness or is the mental illness 
you know, from the disease of addiction. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a tricky thing the to thing, and it's it, I think yeah, there are so many underlying issues that have to be addressed. The, obviously, addiction is the most dangerous issue, but it's kind of just the tip of the iceberg, and you start going down because all that stuff piles up, and the end result could be addiction. I, I guess is is how you could look at it. Um, so. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, but I'll give you another chance. How does someone get in touch? Obviously, if they're here at Eskenazi, they can connect with Project Point that way. But someone listening who wants to reach out, maybe it's someone who is ready for a change and doesn't know, or a family member, what's the best way to go about getting in touch with Project Point? They can certainly call us at 317-880-9344, and we'll guide them in the right direction. I appreciate it. Philip Campbell, thank you so very much for taking some time to come in. Is there anything we didn't touch on, any additional messages that you'd like to put out right now? I think the the only other thing is for the families and friends, right? Um, if you don't know what to do, uh, my suggestion is go to Al-Anon. Get connected with some people that have been through this. Um, you need a support system. Uh, you need to understand that um, you can't fix people. You know, they have to be ready. You can't make them go to treatment. It's not going to be successful. Um, you, you know, they really need to be ready to do it on their own. And um, you need a support system. You really do. Appreciate you coming in. Philip Campbell, it's Project Point. Uh, really a, a program that has grown and evolved over the years, and, and it's it's really uh, doing a lot of great work and, and really good stuff. Thanks a lot for coming in. We appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, thanks, of course, to uh, Joe and Rachel for taking care of everything on the production side. And also, you feel free to check out our SoundCloud account to download any past episodes of the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. And also, for more information on Project Point or any program uh, with Eskenazi, you can always find EskenaziHealth.edu. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast. To hear all of our previous episodes, please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud by searching Eskenazi Health.